back to the Steven Talk Soccer Podcast. This is episode 9 of my new series, Steven's Footy Insight, where I delve into everything happening in the world of football. Um, today I'm accompanied by a guest, my brother, Nari. Uh, Nari, come and introduce yourself before What's I good, what's good, brother. what's good. It's been a minute, man. I know nobody's heard my voice or seen me in some time, so it's only right that I made my introduction on my, on my little bro's podcast. This is the place to be, you know? Let's go. I appreciate it. I appreciate you you coming on and you you giving your opinions and your thoughts. Uh, of course, you know I I am often very opinionated on my own, so definitely the combination of both of us will have a lot more, I guess, uh, to battle and kind of banter with back and forth. So I'm really looking forward to that. But uh, without any further ado, there wasn't really any significant games aside from the Chelsea versus Tottenham one, which is the one I will be discussing today. But aside from that, there was no Premier League games. There were no um, games in other leagues. I mean, there was Serie A matches, which I can also discuss as well. And I will discuss later on in this episode, but just to say that it will be primarily focused around very general questions, getting to know Nari and getting to know his interests and what teams he's supported, what, what players he really admires and where his interest in football came from in the first place. Um, without any further introduction, let's get straight into the game, straight into the nitty gritty, which was between Chelsea and Tottenham, which is essentially Antonio Conte's, uh, I guess, return, his homecoming to Stamford Bridge, a place that he left a, a bit of a bittersweet taste in because... He obviously had to sue the club for the fact that he never got paid his compensation when he got sacked by Chelsea in the first place, which meant that there's obviously a bit of a bad relationship between himself and the board. But the fans and Conte, me including as a big Chelsea fan, as you guys obviously know, I love Conte to death. He's one of my favorite managers of all time. I think his charisma and his ability to get the best out of terrible players, quote unquote, is exceptional. I haven't seen a manager be able to do that in a very long time. And it shows me that he's dedicated to his craft and he's very passionate about the game, which I really admire. Something when I become a coach, hopefully in life, I'd look to follow his example. But when you do, when you do when I become a coach, thank you. I appreciate the encouragement. But Chelsea won two nothing in the London Derby esque game, the first leg of the semifinal of the EFL Cup. Goals from Kai Havertz who broke his finger in the process. Uh Nari, have you ever suffered any injuries when you played? Similar to that. I don't of know course, about a broken of course, finger, man. In a, in a practice session, which is even worse, it didn't even come from <laughs> yeah. and Against I, your own shooting teammates. drill. Yeah, it was my it was my own boy. Own boy, he hit me down, man. Yes. He hit me down. I don't even know if I should name drop. I won't right now. Okay. But if you yeah, want, cool. if y'all want to find out, tune into the next podcast. Yeah, yeah we'll come back and it. tell you more about that story. But yeah, I had uh, fractured my wrist, so I know what it's like. Definitely. So Kai Hubbard suffered a similar type of pain i mean he did score in the act of it and it wasn't in training or from his teammate thankfully but uh he did score a really good goal after a good pass from marcus along some good build-up from chelsea who were playing a very very unique system a system that they haven't used yet underneath thomas Tuchel, a manager who is typically very very familiar with switching formations and kind of interchanging over um a period of time and doing it repetitively at psg we saw it very often we switch from a 4-2-3 to a 3-5-2 to a 3-4-3 at chelsea he's Primarily stayed with one formation being a 3-4-3. Nari, what do you think about the the 4-2 formation that Tuchel used in this game? And I mean, it was very effective. What do you think about it overall? The the 4-2 formation, if I'm being quite honest, is actually the first time I've seen it in effect. Not even in in FIFA, like when we play. Yeah, you you never picked that, did you? I've never picked that formation. And uh, as I'm looking at it right now, it's quite interesting. I do see a, a lot of room for flexibility. Yes. Um, a lot of movement, and this can only be executed with a squad that is well-versed with one another, which Chelsea does fit under that category, in my opinion. So I think it was a good call, especially, too, it's going to throw off any opponent because it's just something you don't face often, and you're not exactly sure where the overlapping runs are going to come from, from what angles, from this type of formation. So I think it was a great call. 
Yeah, I agree. That, that's really good analysis. I, I think that's definitely the case, especially, as you said, the versatility, which I think in football is so key nowadays. Look at Manchester City's uh, brilliant side. I mean, they won today 4-1 against a Swindon Town team. I mean, they played the first 11, but you can just see when you watch these types of sides, maybe Liverpool have this to an extent, but they're a bit more structured. But this system of playing where you kind of allow players to express themselves and be put into different positions as the game goes on. A lot of times, traditional coaches and traditional footballers are very used to sticking to one role that they were assigned at the beginning of the game and not one that they kind of adapt to throughout the match. You know what I mean? 100%. I, I entirely agree with that point. And it just allows for each player to, to fill in the gaps where necessary without, you know, burdening their other teammate. Yes. You know what I mean? Exactly. You, yeah, a lot exactly. of, is there a lot of rotational movement? Um, once again, if I'm being honest, I haven't played this system, whether it be virtually or in real life with any of my teams that I've played for. Yeah. But from, from viewing it and, and I can imagine how it operates. Yeah. I, I've actually, I like it a lot actually. Yeah, I agree. I mean, we look at, we look at the, the negative side of this game from Ralph, Ralph Ranick's Manchester United, who've also looked to employ this system and clearly they don't have the personnel to kind of be able to be, interchangeable amongst each other and, and switch positions throughout the game and change formations throughout the game. And that only comes with tactical versatility, which comes from great coaching. All of that stems from the manager's ability to get to reach each player and say, okay, Mason, I want you to play as a left winger, you know, throughout this time when you're playing this formation. And then when we switch, I want you to become a left center, mid, left central midfielder at the same time when we switch to maybe a, a, you know, a back three system with three midfielders in, in midfield. So when that happens, I think teams are able to really um, confuse their opposition as we saw in this game I mean Chelsea won 2 nothing. it could have been much more Lukaku who's obviously been a, a man of many uh, you know choice words being said to him from many <laughs> Chelsea fans recently yeah, what do you think kind. about the whole interview and uh, his debacle with the you know telling the Inter fans that he loves them he wants to go back to Inter and you know Chelsea is always going to be in his heart but he still loves Inter and he you know wants to go back to Inter in his prime like you know that saying once you go black you can't go back <laughs> Well, the black and the black in this situation is 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 Inter, bro, okay, okay. and Italy. Like once you go, once you're playing in Italy, this is it's a different type of ball. You know, Way it's different. much more lax. You're having fun. You know, you're having a couple brews at half. You know what I mean? Yeah. Off, off behind the cameras. Yeah, definitely. You know what I mean? Mm. Somebody might be smoking a cigarette or other substances just to take the edge <laughs> off. You know, you're you're playing ball. Like it's yeah. a it's a good time. It's yeah. a good time. So. I can see why he has those feelings, but it's very un unprofessional on the other hand. Yes, I have to I be honest. Very unprofessional, and it doesn't help your teammates. And despite how you feel, you're on a team right now. So yeah. you have to make the most of that opportunity and the most of that time while you're present for Chelsea. Very true. So, you know, that's the, the both sides that I see it. But I, I understand Lukaku entirely, if I'm being honest. So. I don't blame him either. To be honest, I, I, I mean, I'm not really a fan of player power in football. I don't think it's something that should continue. Mm -hmm. But we're seeing it more and more, and I think the best way – for it to be regulated it's just simply that the player who's trying to impose his opinion or i guess how he feels about something needs to do it in the correct way as you said a professional way yeah. and as long as you do it in that in that manner and, and underneath those parameters i don't think it's bad yeah but i think when you start crossing over the lines of saying things you know you shouldn't be saying to the media or anyone that could potentially use it as they've done and kind of poison the club and poison the culture and just the overall atmosphere at, at the team but thankfully i mean uh, things seem to be put underneath the rug thomas tuchel did a great job with managing with the situation and I mean, a lot of it's behind us now, thankfully. Uh, Chelsea, who haven't been in the greatest one of form, will kind of need um, a bit of a, uh, uh, I guess, a release from all this badness, all this all this bad news and terrible situations occurring um, infrequently, I guess, or frequently right now. But back to the game, just to say, Tottenham are very uninspiring. Conte will definitely be uh, disappointed, a team that he's really built very well and really um, 
he's really found a way to get his players to listen to his, his instructions in a very short period of time. And I think that's one of the skills that are very difficult for players to pick up, you know, to learn and listen to a manager and understand his, his you know, his, his routine as quickly as Tottenham players have. It's only, he's only been there for like a month or two and Tottenham already looked like one of the better teams in England. Yeah. And to that point, I was going to ask you, do you see Spurs as a team that could finish in the top four? Who do you think is going to finish in the top four? Uh, don't you don't need to worry about the one, two, three. I think for me, at least, I'm speaking on behalf of the Premier League and football fans. Yeah. I don't think City will not be in the top four. I don't think Chelsea will not be in the top four, and I don't think Liverpool will not be in the top four. Unless you think that, go ahead. You. The floor no, is yours. no, I, I entirely agree with the, with that. The first three that you had mentioned. Um, once again, in no particular order, because I'm not sure that I, I I'm well versed enough to to make that call at this moment. But if we're gonna add a fourth now, yes. Um, competing with Arsenal I don't know I know team. that everybody's seen the news about my guy the one and only Philippe Coutinho oh my days oh my days is he not washed now Coutinho was not the player he was from he was not Liverpool. the player that he was but it's something about Coutinho that you need to know is that he is a quality player and a very technical player this is a player how many times have you seen Coutinho get dispossessed rarely how many times have you seen him rarely blatantly miss a shot or rarely. blatantly mess up a pass the odd occasion the odd happens. occasion this is a quality player yes a quality player very composed so i think that he can make a big difference for in Aston villa, villa obviously yes. but and especially considering that he's played in the prem oh, sorry what did you say no, i was saying because we haven't mentioned which team he's played for yet we just said we kept talking about coutinho and nobody even knows what team he's gone to as of yeah but obviously oh, it's, yes it's he, he went to now. yeah so, yeah he went to villa yeah yeah 100%. yes what you're saying i i, I just assumed mm-hmm. never do that you're right but yes listen he's at villa he has he's played in the prem experience in the prem yeah he knows how the keepers move he knows how the defenders tackle all of that yeah so i feel like they can make some noise in and uh potentially finish in the top four the spurs as well as you had mentioned earlier they're playing a different style of ball yeah much One more you focused. seem to be attracted to as you've mentioned you to me, really I, be violating with all of that bro you really violating guy i never said all of that bro okay. i never said all that violating? i just i just violating. said i just said i appreciate the one okay, two let's game, just say this your favorite team in london in england is tottenham for sure just just accept you're it really going crazy right now yes or no is your favorite team in london no, Tottenham? Man. who is it then is it west ham is it crystal palace oh, probably palace fair it's probably palace my favorite team in the prem could be crystal palace or Aston i said Bell. could because the name is too fresh like oh, with a name days, like crystal man. palace Yes, for y'all listening, I'm about the banter. I'm about the bands. I, I enjoy the game for the game. It's not that deep to me. So clearly, you know, you're, not- <laughs> you're basing your interest in the team based on their name. Nothing no, to do with the pain. Although the pain very well this season. It's a good team to support. I have to say, Palace have a nice fan, a very very loyal fan base. Yeah. But it's a really unorthodox reason to support a club. Let's just. It is that. a very unorthodox. It actually doesn't make any sense. For being honest. Okay. But- so as long as you've been. No, no, I know, I know, but it's. You can't lie. It sounds sick. Though. It does. It's a cool name. So Crystal Palace, but anyway, they, mm. they never perform. So let's get them out of there. True. They're too inconsistent. Yeah. But, and if they're looking at Zaha, haha, that's all I'll say. <laughs> so okay. listen, man. Yeah. What are you um, saying about uh, Spurs? And, Spurs. Uh, who, who finished in top four? Yeah. Top four, man. Yeah. Spurs could be there. The Gunners are looking nice. The Gunners are looking promising, man. Talk, talk your and truth. It's, yeah, and it's nice ahead. to see because... I actually I really admire Arsenal because it's just a heritage team. Like yes. if you love football in one way or another, even if you detest Arsenal, yeah. at least in your in your conscious mind, in your subconscious mind, you're you're a supporter. 
100%. in one way or another because they're, they're just team. yeah they're a classic team they're just the grounds of football you know it's true so especially in England yeah I can see them they're doing pretty well they have a bit of form yes. some some the process momentum. is finally working Arteta's process the process yeah. is the young, working the, young, the U23s yeah the U23s seem to be putting in some work it looked yeah. like you know they, they're watching a lot of film yeah, after the game a lot of old Arsenal that's for sure yeah Something's man yeah yeah man they're, they're doing something so I, I can see them being in the South Four as well, potentially. You can't give me a definitive answer. You're going you're, you're gonna to mention United? No, I'm going to tell you on no, United. Are, don't United even get me started on, on United, man. <laughs> okay. Don't get me started on United. United is... is even with CR Goat, or Sue, as they call him, Ronaldo, uh, Cristiano this, Ronaldo. Also, too, that whole Sue thing is actually hella annoying, bro. Bro, it's lie. become a meme. I'm sorry. It's, it's a just, meme. It is what it is. It, it's like, funny. It's funny, though. Hey, I take it lightly, but like y'all nah, really, y'all it's trying it's to kill it, man. No, it's true. Y'all really trying to kill it. And I don't even know how he came up with it, but I hope that he's getting a cut from every time y'all annoying asses say that because <laughs> it's it's actually getting out of hand man like I, I remember seeing the, the clip of when he first I think it was like one, one of his first or first two or three years at Madrid yeah and he did it and he was at home too I don't know where who gave it to him but yeah who inspired him but he did it for the first time yeah and everyone looked at him like yo what are you doing this is the most and random now they're thing. on it I'll put that clip on on Twitter guys on TikTok I'll, you guys will see it I'll show you what I'm talking about but it's yeah. hilarious no man it, I, I appreciate it and I obviously you know CR Gold CR7 the yeah, man like so I, I respect it. But I want to ask you quickly, Messi or Ronaldo, before we get back to the top four. Ronaldo, easy, quick time. So, know. you know, if Ronaldo's better than Messi, you don't think Manu will finish in the top four, though? No, no, because he's, not, Ronaldo, that Ronaldo he's, not, he's not that good. Okay. And Ronaldo can't do it alone. And I mean, I don't know how much time we want to spend talking about Manu because we could be here all night. That's true. Because of this how, podcast how be trash they are. This episode could be dedicated. Yeah, to just, I could you know, really just tear them. Scooby-Doo and Fred in the midfield and... Yo, man. You have confidence in that? I'm watching Fred. He's Brazilian, by the way. Oh, just so you guys know, Nari's a big fan of Brazil and Brazilian players. Yes. And Fred clearly is a Brazilian, but we call him a fraudulent Brazilian from Angola. You guys Very much know. a fraudulent Brazilian, man. I'm here to attest to that as one of the main Brazilian supporters in the whole stratosphere. Wow, you guys Listen, that man. here first. One of the main Brazil the main. Fans. I'm in. I'm on the front lines for Brazil. Okay. In my in my last life, in my past life, wow. I was definitely Brazilian. Okay, so he's out here spinning way. bars. Not only this is not only this a podcast. This is also a place to promote, you know, rap music coming straight from Nari's, uh, you know, straight from his mouth. That's what I'm telling you. Pause. That's that's what I'm telling you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch yeah. yourself. Watch yourself. Remember. All right. A bit fraudulent, but yeah. Back to back. To, back to the top four. So yeah. So it's not not United Spurs or Arsenal. Who's finishing the top four? That's that's the question you ask. I'm really going to have to say Spurs. I'm going to have to say Spurs because you know who is the hungriest footballer in the game right now? Son. Son. And Son. He's injured, by the way. He got injured. But yeah, he's still he's great. He's coming, he's coming back. Yeah. I won't even say what type of joke I had because it, it could have been taken the wrong way. But, <laughs> but, you had but, something in mind. Yeah, though, something in mind. <laughs> Yo, that That's might have funny. to go into like a blooper episode. Yeah, yeah, what I, what I could have said. Off the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Off the yeah. professional. I'll recording. let y'all imagine what I could have said there. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. yeah, I feel like it'll be Spurs. Okay, fair enough. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. So now I want to ask you uh, essentially where your interest in football comes from and who you, who you grew up supporting, what club you grew up supporting, who you modeled your own game off of, and kind of like what got you into the world of football in the first place. Okay, that's a great question. So... I mean, I've been watching football for some time now, and it all started with Barcelona. Now, this is a thing. like That's going to sound like a bandwagon type of thing yeah, to Golden say. Yeah, Golden State Warriors. Type yeah, I was like just that. about to compare it to that. And although we can attest that we've been Golden State fan Warriors 
for or I said that's so crazy. Golden State Warriors you fans. I hear you. Yeah. yeah for <laughs> for a long, long time. True. So way before way before all the hype. But coming back to footy, the main thing. Yeah. The, the best sport and better sport, by the way. Agreed. Agreed. Um, it all started with Ronaldinho. Mm. It all started with Ronaldinho. That was and still is just a man of the ball and his ball. Yeah. One one of the best, if not the best, to ever do it. Uh mesmerizing play every time i watch his highlights to this day i still get goosebumps it's not a that joke a lot, but that doesn't happen with most players and it's real like i, I watch a lot of other highlights and yeah. i'm like it's, it's cool like you're like wow you know mm-hmm. but you're motivated I, by it. you're, you're like, motivated oh, and, impressive yeah, yeah it's impressive yeah, but like, we can see why you're so her- you know you're so heralded you're so yeah, highly regarded but. exactly but when it comes to, to dino it's, it's just it's a completely different feeling and it happens every single time and i'm speaking from my heart when i say that so He's really where a lot of my inspiration came from for the game, and I really I've taken a lot of um, of lessons from him. And if you've ever seen me play, you can definitely tell that he's an inspiration. Highlight tape coming out soon, yeah. Very Stay soon. Very, Stay very tuned soon. for that. Stay Next tuned episode, for that. with with the with all the uncut stuff that I, that was not put into into this episode, the highlight tape's coming with that as well. Done, no, done, no. Watch that, watch that. If you want to see me on the pitch, because I know there's some fans out here that be listening that I actually play, but I promise you, don't play my way understand that so guys sound like don corleone bro get him whacked yeah yeah for real though man yeah, yeah, y'all can't you. y'all can't see me man so, so ronaldinho yeah no man i i am ronaldinho 2.0 bro. okay wow big claim and more hot well 2.0 in the sense that i've taken from him not i'm better but okay, yes fair. that's that's where it all started barcelona ronaldinho obviously he played at monaco beforehand and i was watching him a bit then too but i was monaco wasn't it psg he played at Monaco too, you know. Did he? Well, I mean, you, he, yeah. I trust you. Your words. Yeah. I, you're, you're the Dino fan. He played. He played at Monaco. What? But no, am no. I getting the timeline messed up? Maybe. I swear he played at PSG alone. That's the only team he played for. No, no, he played. He played at Monaco. Sure. One hundred percent sure he played at Monaco. Just, you just don't know but, what Okay, fair, fair. Yeah, I, I, I made. I, all the other Dino fans, forgive me for not getting the timeline <laughs> right, right right now. But I know we all know he played for yeah, Monaco. He played for PSG. Chill out, chill out. You play for Flamengo too, you know that. Okay, of course. That so, I know. so you didn't even say that. So, I know my stuff, but mm-hmm. anyway, that's where it started. Yeah, for sure. So, mm-hmm. what do you think about the likes of Erling Haaland? You think he's a generational player? Generational player for sure. For, for me, sure. he has to be. I, I think there's something to his game. He has that that clinical edge to him, that ruthlessness that you don't see in players nowadays. He he is definitely a force to be reckoned with, and especially. For how his stature, see how I change the wording. Yeah, his stature, he's you know big dude, and yeah, he's he goes after the ball like a lot of players. You'll notice for all the real footy watchers and footy players, when they get a ball played to them, they wait for it to come. Pause. But this man, he attacks the ball every single time. And that's what you need. That's that's a, that's a sign of a, of a true striker. Definitely, and a, definitely. A, 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 he has yeah. like that's those instincts. And I think even though he's so young, his physique and his his stature, like the way he presents himself, like even with his personality and his confidence, it scares defenders. He's yes. playing against guys that are much older than he is, but he yeah. already he has that mentality. Like I'm gonna break you down no matter what it takes. Like yeah. I'm gonna make sure I score six past you today, and there's nothing you can do about it. The the only thing that I always fear with players like like himself, where uh, they have such a a big burst on the scene, is the mentality it gets into play Definitely. because the ego, you know, you start Definitely. to think that you're you're bigger and you're better than you really are. And then once you have those couple of games or, you know, a, a season where you didn't perform like you did the pre- the previous, then it can get a little shaky. Yeah, that's where it really comes down to if it's really in you or not. So 
So yeah. what about the likes of Mbappe? Is Mbappe because uh, they always oh, have a debate Mbappe versus Haaland. Do you think Mbappe oh, is better than Haaland? Haaland better than Mbappe? Is Mbappe a generational player? What are your, what are Mbappe your Mbappe is a quality player. Okay. Very much a quality player. Um, I strongly dislike his stature on the ball. Fair. I feel like he plays. He's fraudulent Brazilian. He, he's, he's in the bracket with with Fred. He's not Brazilian though. You mean just fraudulent in general? I saw, no, because he's trying to be. Oh, you that's mean he's trying I mean. to act like one? Yeah, 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 yeah. Not yeah, like yeah. No, no, I, I, not... you think I would make that mistake? Yeah, I was like, yeah, whoa, right. whoa. <laughs> you can't miss yeah, him. Right. You can't mess up the Donatello. No, the Donatello no, 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 no. If you're a Brazil fan too, you can never mistake. You wouldn't even have to to see his jersey. You like know. you just know by how he moves, he's not Brazilian. That's like you, you can, can tell from you from tell. right away. So no, I just think that he tries to play like a Brazilian. That's why I said fraudulent Brazilian because. He's trying to be there, you know. He really, really looks up to Neymar. Like, I, I watched the details. You know, the guy he came into the league, he he used to just have a, uh, his own kind of style. Now he kind of bring the socks up. You know what I mean? Very he, Neymar. He drifts off. Y'all watching? Or y'all listening? Watch the games and see exactly how he always drifts to the left, comes into the right. He's he he diversifies it a bit more now though. Yeah, but he does. he does love to do that, especially when Neymar is on the pitch. I mean, when is Neymar on the pitch? Haha. But good joke. Um, That's so true. <laughs> especially yeah, this time of the what, year. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. I'm also yeah, big Brazil fan, but not a Neymar fan. Just okay. right away. Uh, yeah, I said it. Definitely. I mean, yeah. when when you look at Mbappe, I always think to myself that there's a quality that he has that other players, again in his generation don't have and that his natural ability to be composed and to find the right area of the net to shoot and score what i will give him for sure that i haven't seen in a long time i think it reminds me a lot of young cristiano ronaldo is the way that he shoots the ball for me is elite if you guys have seen the goal against uh, barcelona from when he's playing for psg playing for psg obviously in the champions league and if he's playing at the camp no and i think it was the third goal of the game very first of all brilliant build up from psg and, and then the finish from mbappe the way he curled it around ter Stegen, who at the time was an elite goalkeeper i think he's fallen off a little bit recently but in that game and in that in that particular moment you could see the way he uses his foot to kind of caress the ball for me is something that that's the one thing i have to give him that i think is very very special his overall game for me however i wouldn't class him to becoming a player that's going to become, you know, the generational player that people have dubbed him to be. I think I, I I agree with that point to begin with, but I just feel like once he faces some better competition, that'll be the real test. And if I had to place a bet on whether or not he'll overcome that, yeah, I would place it on a yes. To be honest, you think so? Yeah. Despite what I've said beforehand, and but I still, yeah, it's it's hit or miss for me. But I, I think he's a quality player. I definitely think he's a quality player, and I see he's really coming to his own, especially after winning that World Cup. You know, a lot of times you get lax. You're like, I already won a World Cup, especially at that age. Uh, exactly how young he was. Yeah, exactly but he but he still he still plays very well, and he's still he's putting PSG on his back. Put it at that. That's true. So so that what, what that means is you obviously don't think PSG will win the Champions League if they're having to rely on. There's just one not player. a chance. There's not a chance. I'll see a pig fly before we'll I see, see PSG, PSG win, the win the Champions League this year. Okay. Fair enough. Once again, you will see me see, or you will see a pig fly before <laughs> PSG wins Champions League. That's this another year. hot take, you know, because a lot of people would tell you, especially because of how much money they spent and all the top personalities and profiles that they have, that you would think that are they are already touted to be the team that's going to win this year because of you know Messi's there and Messi wants to win a Champions. Is League. Messi there? I mean, you guys answer Talk that. Is Messi me. really there? Do you see him on the field or no? Let I us know. Let us know. Is Messi really there? I personally don't think so. I think he's, I, for me personally, I've said this for many years now. I don't think Messi's been the same player since he won the Champions League with Messi, uh, with Suarez and Neymar underneath Enrique. I don't think he's, ever since he won the Champions League against Juventus in 2015, 
I'd say two years after that, so 2017 onwards, he's not been the same player. He really hasn't. I, I don't know what happened to his motivation and his drive for the game. I, I feel like he too like Neymar, and that's why they get along so well. It's, yes. it's it's a lot of the money gets in the way. This is the difference with CR7, you know? He really loves the game, and more importantly, he loves competing. So that's why he, huge he's always a huge competitor, and you can yeah, you can see it through and throughout. With Messi, he's he, it's, it's a lot of talent, yeah. and I he's mean, gifted. also... I don't even know how far we can go as to say all of this, but if you know, you know there was hormones involved. So I don't know, man. I don't know what that has to do. Make of that what you will. Make of that what you will. That's all I'm going to say. There's hormones yeah. involved. If you don't know about that, read about it. So yeah, listen. That's all I got to say about Messi. But yeah. Messi's not going to win anything anytime soon. And and even him winning the Copa America and the Ballon d'Or. I was just about way, to say the Ballon d'Or was that a fraud and the Copa America. Oh, that's was that a fraud. fraud. Oh, that's a fraud. Okay. Messi is buying all of these. <laughs> He's you buying his from his own pocket. Yeah. Man, you can check the receipts, yo. <laughs> you, you can check the receipts. The guy still has the receipts on everything. No, he's buying the. He bought the Copa America. He bought the Ballon d'Or. Lewandowski got robbed. Yeah, yeah, that's it's 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 ridiculous. It's ridiculous. If you put Lewandowski and Messi on a pitch, I promise you, Lewandowski is scoring more goals. Wow. So I mean, it's been proven to happen the other day. There you go. Yeah. Last time so no, nah, man, that's crazy. Yeah, I hear you. Uh, I mean, for me, I think that it's probably going to be. An English team in the final. Something tells me something about the way English teams have taken the game. I just think I look at the way City play, and I just think to myself that this style is—it's just one that's going to be so effective. One thing I worry about for City is, is their manager and the fact that he loves to double back in his decisions, and uh, and that he continues to to kind of you know be uncertain about the, the choices he's made pre-match and then during the game, and he wants to kind of make substitutions throughout the game. I don't make the most sense. I think that's the one weakness that Guardiola has, and I don't think his substitutions are as good as other managers can be, such as the likes of Klopp or the likes of Tuchel at the moment, or even Conte, for example. Guardiola strikes but, me as a type of manager who he really errs on the side of, for better, for lack of a better word, luck. Like, yeah, a lot I of times, exactly he, yeah, he implements a strategy, that's clear. Yes. But a lot of times... He just kind of watches the game happen. You yeah. know, he, he's a bystander. You forget that he's a part of the team. It's true. It's he true. just watches the game. Especially at Manchester City. Yeah, yeah. I've noticed, especially at Manchester yeah, City. Yeah, he wasn't always like this. No, but he, he seems different. to be very complacent. It's almost as though he's thinking, of, like, did I leave the stove on at home? Why is that? Why he's watching <laughs> the game? The like, he, he can't really be present. That's that's what I've noticed. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, so here's, here's my last question. Um, and I mean, I'll give... Before I ask you the question, I'll say that I think that it's probably going to be a Liverpool versus like City type of final. That's what I, or maybe even a, a Madrid quietly having a shout. Who do you think is uh, either going to be in the final or going to win the Champions League? You said Liverpool versus City in the final is what you is what you feel. Yeah, um, I can see that happening. I can see that happening. I just feel like two English teams will be in the final again. I don't know why. Something tells me that's going to happen again. I can see it too because the Euro- the other European teams, I should say, because obviously England is still a part of Europe. Inter, they're sporting, they're not real. they're not as convincing, and I feel like with a lot of of, of the, the the movement from the players, like you know the transfers, yeah. it's really broken up some of the the power and yes. rigidity in these teams. This one, yes. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like mm-hmm. the prime usually stays relatively the same. It kind of has a core, and they just grow with the core. Same fan base, same players, Very everything. True. You know what I mean. That's so true. The only thing that changes. The managers change more frequently than the players, which is actually rare. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, that's a very good point. So, I I would say it could very well be another England final. Yes, Liverpool versus Man City. 
in the final. I do see Bayern making some noise because they're always a force to be reckoned with. Yeah, especially in Europe. They but, made a goal of Champions League season without being in the semi-final. Yeah, I would really, I'd really like them to as well as with uh, Lewandowski being robbed of that Ballon d'Or. Yeah, and definitely. Just needs, just needs a lot more respect put on his name. So, yeah, I mean, shout out Poland. Yeah, he goes in the conversation. <laughs> shout out Poland. Yeah. He goes in the conversation for sure, I think, of, uh, you know, the Di Maria conversation that I always have. Oh, with, like, with the fans that's like, for the next episode. That's for the next episode. Exactly. We talk about the five most underrated players. Which Di Maria, the man. We do. Definitely. More respect needs to be given. Definitely. But the last thing I'll ask you is I want you to tell me your top five players of all time and, and then we will cut it there. And we'll be back again, of course, to discuss the, the next round of stuff. Top five players sure. of all time. Yes. This is a very limiting list because there's so many players. It would be easier of a question to answer if you had had restrictions as a, like from this certain from this time region period, or yeah. time period. Yeah, but this country. off the top, no particular order because that makes it too difficult. We're going to yeah. put... Ronaldinho. Okay. We're going to put CR7. Okay. We're going to put Ronaldo Lazario. Okay. The grandfather. Have to put Maradona in there. Okay. Have to put him. Rest in peace. And who else? Who no, okay, else? Okay, come on. I mean, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to think of something that, you no, know. But you're, you know who else I'm putting? No, 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 I'm, putting I'm putting, what, what are you going to say? You're skipping over the arguably the greatest player of all time in most people's eyes. <laughs> He's not in here for a reason. <laughs> He's Thierry Henry. <laughs> so you haven't Hold said his that. name. Hold that. You haven't said his name. I, who's that? Who's that? Oh my oh my days. Who is that? So you're not gonna talk who's about that? you're not gonna mention him. But who are we talking about? Lionel Messi. <laughs> who? <laughs> okay, you guys hear it here, folks. Yeah, no Messi in Nari's top five. He's been absent from the top five, that's for sure. That's a bit of fraudulence in my opinion, but like I said, it is My books, come talk to me. (laughs) Thank you guys for listening. As always, I'll be back uh, very shortly to do a new episode again. Uh, Most likely with Nari again. Let's let's see if you guys want him back. You can can give me your feedback. Let me know. Let me know if y'all mess it with me, man. If y'all mess with me, let me know. I thought this was a really good episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it as well. Um, Thank you guys for listening. And I will be back very, very shortly, very soon. Hold it down. Hey, everyone. Are you enjoying the content? Please be sure to leave a rating and a review and to check out my other episodes. If you're looking for more Steven Talks Soccer content, you can find me at STS Pod on Instagram, at Steve Talks Footy on Twitter, and at Steven Talks Soccer on TikTok. Become a consistent starter in the STS squad.